you've got us and the kids. We're looking at the phone. We're smiling. Cal, big old back of his strawberry blonde hair as he stares out into the Gulf of Mexico. And eh. I'm like, you know what? That There is no more accurate family picture than that right there. I know. You know, like that's that's the life, man. That's He's just not necessarily into what we're doing or how we see the world. He sees it different. And he probably thinks we're nuts. He's like, <laughs> these people are crazy. Well, if you thought you were having a tough day or you've had a tough day, it could be worse. It could be Cal's new speech therapist. She had a tough day. Yep. She walked in and he goes, bye, Colleen. Bye. He remembered her name? I showed him a video this morning. Oh, okay. Ashley made him a video of both of them. And so I showed him from last week. And then I said, no more Ashley, Miss Colleen. He said, more Ashley, more Ashley. Oh, no. (laughs) And started to cry. Yeah, he lost his longest running therapist, speech therapist, Ashley. She had to move some things around so she can't come anymore. And so last week was like the handoff with the new one. And he seemed okay, but of course Ashley was here. So I don't think he really understood like, oh, you're not really leaving, whatever. Right. And then today she doesn't show up. (laughs) And I just, I was in the room and I just heard him, no, no, no. And I'm like, this poor lady, it's 729 and she's starting her day with Cal begging her to leave the house. I'm he's, like, ah. Yeah, he was backing up and waving. <laughs> bye, Colleen. Bye. Oh, man. <laughs> That's horrible. She did good, though. She really did good. But whenever a new therapist starts, like I talked about evaluations and stuff, they ask you questions and you're put on the spot. Mm. So she said, does he do a lot of pretend play? And my answer was immediately no. But then I'm like, well, he does play with his sharks. And moves the tail and stuff, but really, that's all he does is the sharks. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. I just said yeah, because I think reenacting those videos is pretend play. And he does that a lot. Well, she's talking about playing with toys. I know, but he'll take something know. and kind of walk, talk through the video, and then play with it. I don't know. Well, whatever. Well, anyways, he didn't like her. It didn't matter whether he does pretend play or not. <laughs> she did a good job. No, I she yeah, did. she did great. I mean, I, I listen. That's tough, right? That's tough. Like, you show up, he doesn't really know you, he doesn't like you, he wants Ashley. I mean, you know, that's tough. He's had Ashley two days a week for two years. Two years. So he really likes her. four and a half. I mean, all of his life that he remembers, he's known Ashley. Right. That's probably his longest running friend, if that makes any sense. It is. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's how he feels, too. I mean, they come to play with him. They're sitting down and playing with him for an hour. Yeah. I mean, they're teaching him and going through a process. He doesn't understand that's what they're doing. Because they're making it seem fun, but they are he is actually getting things out of it. Right. And anyone that hasn't started speech or OT and any of that, they bring a bag of toys and then they play and that's how the kids learn. Yeah. So Well, I hope this lasts with this with this woman. Because I'd hate too. for I'd hate for him to have to change again. Yeah. You know, you that's, never know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it was a rough start. But I'm not surprised. Yeah. No, this is the way it is, man. And she's, listen, ladies, she's seen this before, right? I mean, this isn't. Well, like, I would, I would call... assume she's been doing this for a while. Yeah. Yeah, the kids asked last night, they're like, is tomorrow the old lady coming? I'm like, you guys have to stop. She, she's really not that old. It's just compared I mean, to Ashley and Lauren. Yes, They think, exactly. you know, and they're like, wow. But he didn't call her grandma or anything, right? No. Oh, well, that's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And she she was very nice, so. Well, hopefully that gets better. And that's that's Wednesdays at 730 because she yeah, can only come once a week. Once a week. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. Speech I know. once a week. Yeah. I'm going to have to refill the other spot. With I'm another gonna... speech therapist? No, I'm going to try to get OT. 
Uh, I don't think I can have two different speech therapists. Mm, I was wondering about that. I don't think so. You don't think that'd be good? I don't think it's allowed. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, they they still learn speech. He needs OT, though, so... Mm. Uh, okay, so yesterday we talked about, um, today we were talking about these words in the world of autism, how powerful like words are, and we were talking about how if you say, hey, Cal, here's chicken nuggets, he just will like, nope, I'm not doing it. And then you made the example, I think it's a good example too, of if you say, oh my God, it's raining cats and dogs, he will run to the window fully expecting that cats and dogs are falling from the sky. Like there's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was reading in a book that an autistic person wrote and it said idioms, idioms, puns, uh, metaphors, allusions, being sarcastic are lost with autistic people. It's yeah. And you know, you don't, we don't realize how much we do stuff like that. Like we talk like that, just human beings. We, we exaggerate everything. Well, it even said like, hold your horses, cowboy, (laughs) you know, like. You can't say that. Uh, it just, never thought that's a God. I could now my mind's racing. I'm like, what are all the things that we say? There's a lot. There's a lot. Wow, that's cr- hold your horses. Yeah, that would totally throw him for a loop. Like he would look around for horses. Yeah, he totally would. I'm trying to think of the other ones that we say because I in, I won't remember any right now. But then in two hours I'll be like, oh, I've said 15 of them already. Um, but yeah, the food thing is really interesting. How it's like. You know, he'll he'll say, I'm not going to eat that because it's a chicken. You call that a chicken nugget. Well, I like chickens. They're nice. They're in my cartoons, and I would never eat a chicken. But if you're like, hey, what about these nuggets? Oh, he'll just start tearing them up. But he associates a chicken with a chicken, not a nugget. Well, can you imagine feeding him fish or shrimp or crab? Like, he loves sea life. And we haven't even tried seafood with him because he doesn't even eat meat, and he just has his 10 things that he eats. But can't, can you imagine? Like, here's a fish stick. He'd be like, what? Yeah. A no, fish stick. He, he loves fish. Yeah. Like, he thinks they have feelings and, you know, well, I'm sure they do, but I don't know if they do actually. Uh, but <laughs> but he, he, he does. He has feelings for them. And so, you know, like sharks and crabs. He loves crabs. Like, he has his little pretend crabs, his little, uh, you know, stuffed crab toys. Yeah. And when you're eating crab... Like crab, like out of a shell, like soft shell crab or whatever. Ooh, that sounds blue good. crab. Oh, <laughs> give me a. We love Maryland blue crabs. Give Can me you a imagine bush- doing like a crab feast with him? Oh, he'd he'd be, be like, oh my gosh. He'd be like, mortified. He would. He would be mortified. Cracking them open, get the oh mallets, bashing them, cracking their claws. That would be like devastating for him. Yep. That That is, you know, it's just all these things like, you know, you have to consider it's every, and, and it's funny, you don't even realize until so you start talking about it. Yeah. Like you don't even realize until you start talking and then now we're on to like, oh, we can never have a crab fish. Yeah, you're right. He'd be mortified. We've never <laughs> even talked about this, but it's true. Even going fishing, like having him like a fish coming up on a hook and ripping oh the fish gosh. off the hook. I don't know how he'd feel about that. I don't think he'd like it. That would be weird. Yeah. Right. But I think like a shrimp when you eat it, it looks like a shrimp, you know, crab mm-hmm. looks like a crab fish. It's usually taken apart. It doesn't look like a fish. But if you said here's fish for dinner. He would be looking like for a fin and all of it. Yeah. You'd have to say, what would you have to say? A filet? Yeah. Here's a filet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so It'd weird. He'd be walking around his life. I want to eat filet. <laughs> filet. But then you think about a steak. Oh, God. Don't tell him a steak's a cow. <laughs> you can't. Or pork's a pig. Oh, my gosh. God. It's stuff like that, though. I mean, but he won't even try bacon or anything. I, I actually believe that he loves goldfish, the snack goldfish, because they're fish. 
Like he will eat them. But he knows it's a cracker. I know. But he... He, he likes it because he plays with it. He lines them up and puts them in different directions. And you know, th- that is weird. That is like a like half toy, half food. Right. For him. You know, because he will play with it. And then he'll eat them. Well, remember when he... Before we figured out the chicken nugget part, I bought the dinosaur chicken nuggets. Yeah. And I'm like, here's a dinosaur chicken nugget. And then he was so confused. So confused. And and still, I was saying chicken. I didn't know. Yeah, I do. I do remember we we're like, ah, oh, we're gonna trick them, and and we're gonna get these funny shaped. I think too, they made SpongeBob nuggets or something. There was something like the shape of SpongeBob characters. There was a cartoon, and we tried to do that too. Mickey Mouse, I think. Yeah, maybe. and that was. And he's like, no, these are my friends. I'm not eating my friends. Like, <laughs> it's true. And that's what I said too. These manufacturers of these products, they have no idea about special needs kids. Like, they're not going to eat Goofy. They're just not. They like Goofy. And right. Goofy's are like, they're more likely to take that Goofy chicken nugget and put it in their bed with them on their pillow and sleep next to them. Oh, gosh. You're right. No, really. Then you're going to have this yucky chicken nugget in the bed. Chicken all over your, these chicken characters all over your bed. But it's like. <laughs> and he wants the whole set. Yeah. You know. These clearly weren't designed for special needs because that that's not how they take this. This is a whole nother, you know what I mean? It'd be better almost to make crazy shapes or something, but nondescript, like just nothing. Oh, yeah. Just goofy, crazy shapes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But can even like turkey. You can't give them turkey lunch meat and say, here's turkey. Mm-mm. Nope. Wings, like buffalo wing, like we love wings, um, but we don't say buffalo wings. Not that he would even try to eat that, but he, he knows wings. He'll say, oh, wings. Yeah, but and he doesn't connect the dot that it was a chicken wing. I know. But even yeah, more we don't say chicken is, wing. We say buffalo. Right. Which I don't even know if he knows what a, I think he probably knows what a buffalo is. Probably. Yeah. but He's pretty smart with animals. Um. Anyways, one thing you were like, so when you say something's a piece of cake. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's, people say that a lot. Cool as a cucumber. Yep. That's pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> I don't say that, though, but uh, people have said, that's like, I think old people say that. Yeah. You're cool as a cucumber. But piece of cake, I mean, I feel like my grandpa used to say that all the time. Trey sometimes will say, or I'll say it to him, like, what's up, big dog? Well, you can't really say that because he'll look at like, Trey's not a big dog. Yeah, or see you later, alligator. Oh, yeah, after a while, crocodile. Yeah, he'd be like, what is going on? Yeah, you can't. And the thing is, too, is it's not like you just don't know what that makes him think. Yes, he'll look around and like be a little confused, but it's like what in his mind is going on? Oh, do we live with alligators? Is there a crocodile in the house? Yeah, I feel Are, like it would make him scared or just very confused. Yeah, very confused. Probably some insane anxiety or something like that, but... That, that those are the things that and, and it's like you can't prepare for that because you have four other kids that talk like that joke like that you know say right. a bunch of things and so you just can't build that wall because he's getting exposed to this kind of stuff like they say stuff all the time even they say stuff and i'm going what are you what are you talking about that makes no sense i know whatsoever and i can't imagine how he's processing it well the slang nowadays you know nowadays <laughs> Jeez. I, I do feel like I'm starting to get older. <laughs> oh, well, what was the other one the other day? Uh, and they, they, they do this all the time. It is starting to drive me crazy. It's so stupid. If something is um, strange or something's up, they call it sus for suspect. They're like, dude, that's so sus. I don't like all this stuff. I'm like, what? And they're like, sus. <laughs> no, you know all this is? Everything is getting shorter because everybody's getting lazier. Yeah. So it's instead like of when suspect, they... it's sus. I'm like, really? Like... <laughs> Sus. They're like, yeah, so sus. And then there was something they were like, sussy, sussy. 
like calling oh someone gosh. out like that's suspect i'm like oh my that god that reminds me of trey it's so annoying trey's into slang man he loves it but it's it's what like when teenagers text you and they put rn and it's like right now or something brb uh, yeah. oh austin this morning i she said something and then i asked her a question and she goes idk and i was like no you know i don't know she's like idk it's the same thing i'm like oh my god you're just supposed to guess what these and, words are. And it's are. 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to die on this mountain today. I'll fight another battle Oh my later gosh. when I've had more than a cup of coffee, because this is brutal. I but know, no, I'm tired of, today. I think this cold weather. It's in the 50s here, and we're freezing. This is brutal. I turned the heat on. It's 67. I hate the heat on. I put it up one notch this morning, 68, and I'm like, oh, I hate it. Oh, it goes just... straight to your head. No, it does, and it makes your, your sinuses. I woke up this morning. My sinuses were all screwed up. I hate running here. I'm turning it off when we're done well, with I this. Well, I turned it back to 67. No, I'm turning it off. It's, it's gross. You're not. It's not. We're not meant to have running heat in our house. That's disgusting. Okay. Um, I actually saw a video yesterday. I don't know who posted it out on Madeira Beach, mm-hmm. just down the street from here. People swimming in Madeira Beach. Oh my god! I'm like, uh, well, those people are from you know Buffalo or Ohio or Michigan. Well, it's still warmer here than other places. Well, I mean, I, know, I looked on my weather thing and it was 12 degrees. In Indianapolis. Ugh. Oh, thanks. 12 degrees. No, thanks. The low was seven. How can I'm you like, even take that disgusting. serious? Like, how can you even wake up and take that serious? I, I just, I'm so far removed from living in those places where I'm just like, I don't even know how, I'm trying to remember how I did it. It's crazy. And, you know, I'll tell you one thing, <clears throat> I guess to loosely bring it back and tie it back to special needs, I, I don't know how parents of special needs kids do it. Like, like there are days where it's like, Cal, yesterday it was raining really bad. Right. And I went to pick him up from school, uh, take him and uh, Lauren, his therapist, because we had to pick the other kids up from school. You had, yeah. you had clients. Like, you don't know how it's going to go. Hey, we got to put this jacket on. He sort of stopped and looked. You know, like, and I'm like, oh God, he's not going to let. And, and I'm like, we have to leave in five minutes. So if he doesn't put the jacket on, he'll just get soaking wet for a minute. And that's fine with me. Right. But, you know, it's not 12 degrees. Like, if it was 12 degrees, you got to put a jacket and a hat on your kid, right? Like, just exactly. Have to. Yep. Yeah. Especially if there's sleet and freezing rain and ice and snow and all that stuff. But special needs, that's, that's, you just don't know. If there's a lot of snow, there are days where it's like, can you imagine trying to put boots on him, like snow boots? There are no. days where he'd be like, no. I don't even know that he would like the snow, to be honest. And he loves to be outside. Just yesterday with it raining, he couldn't do his daily walk Yeah, with his therapist. So he was stuck inside. Wouldn't your fear be that he would love the snow? And then it disappears? Well, that or he'd never, like, we'd be outside all night. Like freezing cold and he'd never want to leave it. Yeah, it would go either way. It would go either way. Yep. Either he'd see it and get scared to death and want it to just go away. Like he would just go, bye bye snow, bye bye, <laughs> bye snow. It's like, ah, it's going to be hard. We're going to have to wait for a couple of warm days. Oh, God. And then it gets warm and then it gets all muddy. And then, uh, oh, it's slushy. It's oh, gross. the salt gets in your carpet and your house and your car. And, I'm ah. with you. If we go anywhere, it's going to be south. Oh, we were talking to someone last night about uh, the keys. Go moving to the keys and just saying, ah, let's go live in the keys. <laughs> I'm close, man. I'm close. I'm, I'm cold. Yeah, this is. 
Well, I we mean, look, my hands are cold right now. But the keys last night were only like 70, which for the keys is pretty brutal. It's cold everywhere like that's, right now. That's when you see those news stories, those iguanas are falling out of trees. Oh, gosh. In the keys. That's true. Like they, 60s and 70s, man, the, Those even those creatures down there, they're like, what the hell? Like This is not what this is about. But I could still do 70 at night. That's no problem. We were like 58 here last night. And I'm like, no, this is too cold. I'm done. It's way too cold. We feed a cat that lives in the neighborhood. And we had to bring him in the garage last night. Oh, God. Poor little kitty. He's a nice guy. The speech therapist was like, I see a cat outside. Is it yours? I'm like, no, we just feed it. Oh, this morning he was still there? Well, Tyler left and he closed the garage completely. Oh. So we had it cracked for the cat last night. What if the cat was stuck inside the garage? He probably ran out. No, he ran out. But that would be a fear. That would be a fear of moving somewhere like that and either it loves the weather hates the weather because you know i mean it's the weather you're stuck right like like there's just nothing you can do and so i do think about that this he loves water and a lot of autistic kids love water they're very drawn to water you know because of the the feel it gives them like the pressure and it's just the feeling right um i mean we've said it before he even the other day he's like beach 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 we have pictures all around our house of of the kids at the beach and just growing up and, and being at the beach, whatever he sees it and he's beach, beach, beach. And his number two favorite place is the pool. He did. He said beach yesterday and it was raining. Yeah. I'm like, no, I mean, he just loves the beach. So, I mean, the fact that we could really walk to the beach <laughs> is, you know, we're lucky. It'd be hard to leave that. I'm not leaving. No, 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 we're not. I'm just saying, you know, but I would be worried that he would either love snow and we'd be stuck outside for hours and hours. Yeah, that would be awful. That would be awful, like freezing, and he would just refuse to go inside. If you like, or he'd hate it, and he would be scared to death when he saw it. Because snow, you know, you get snow up there, it just lasts. You know, there are places where it's like there's snow on the ground for months. It's just, it just it snows and it just stays cold. Well, when we left a cold place, it was Maryland, and it was we had a blizzard. Yeah, that snow uh, that that popped up on my memories. That snow that wasn't was, going anywhere for a while. Our cars were covered. Yeah, but even places like too, like when we. I remember driving through Arizona, and there was like up in the foothills and stuff. There was snow everywhere. I'm like, God, Arizona. You don't think about it, but yeah. Um, well, like Flagstaff gets snow. Yeah, well, not in the mountains, you know. But anyways, that's what how autistic parents have to think, or special needs parents. Like, yeah. you're always thinking about if they're gonna like it, if they're not gonna like it. You know what works, what doesn't work. Can you imagine if he hated the beach, hated the water? Like, well, that, w- that would be awful because there are people that hate the beach. I know. People that hate the sand, he loves it. He loves it, but I could easily see other autistic kids, special needs kids, like hating that texture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just hating the, the feel of it. And then it's like, well, we can't take him to the beach because it, it, I guess in a sense, you know, causes him panic or traumatizes him or just unhappy. And then why do you want to be at the beach with a kid who's like, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than being at the beach with somebody who's miserable. You know, because they're like screaming and tired and cranky. It's like, uh, let's just leave. Like we're supposed to be at the happiest place on earth and <laughs> you're screaming and you're miserable. Well, it's already hard to take like toddlers to the beach and he's basically a toddler. Yeah. So thank God he likes it. But, you know, it is good, though, that we take our our therapist goes a lot. She has gone a lot and I think has taught him, you know, like not to run in the water, not to run away, you know, and he's gotten a little bit better. He's got good beach skills, actually. They've gotten better. Yeah, he'll walk now and hold your hand, and we do give him a little bit of freedom at the beach, which is nice for him, and he loves it. Like he he can run in the sand if we allow him to. What if anybody's you know? ever moved because their special needs kid hated the weather they lived in, or just hated the environment? Like I wonder if it's like, hey, we got to get out of here because 
you know, our kid hates sunlight. Like, it just hates it. And we got, I mean, that would be crazy, but maybe you have to move somewhere where it's not, you know, like here, we get like 330 days of sunshine a year. Like, there's rarely a cloudy day here. Yeah. And maybe they had a kid and it just didn't work out and they hated the sun and it, it, it just affected them differently or their reaction to it was bad. And maybe you have to go somewhere where it's like, I don't know. Or maybe they haven't figured it out yet. You know, yeah, but they don't like bright light. So I try like if it's really sunny and he like he covers his eyes, you know. Yeah, he he deals with it. But you're right. It it does. Even when you pick him up from school, he'll yeah. bury his head in your shoulder if the because the, the way the sun's angled. Yeah, he hates. The, yeah. He hates it. But then he's getting better at wearing sunglasses and hats. And that's an issue in itself trying to get him to do that. But he likes it now. Hats he likes. Um, sunglasses are a little different. He'll wear them for a while, and then he'll start kind of playing with them. He really likes hats now, and I think it goes back to, like, Halloween. Like, he likes costumes. Mm-hmm. Loves costumes. Halloween is his favorite holiday. I was going to say, he got drawn to Halloween. He, he loves even, it. He said the other day, I walked around the corner, and he goes, oh, daddy, happy Halloween. I'm like, eh, all right, middle January, we'll go with that. That's fine. <laughs> we'll go with that. He loves it, but then Christmas, he, the Christmas tree was an issue. Yep. Like, I started with a tree that was decorated with flowers because I can't do ornaments. Like, I got fake flowers and ribbons and stuff. Then the tree went to, like, half naked. Then it was all the way naked. Then I had to move it. It your, was awful. Your tree could have had its own Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> and how... I tried. The slow the slow downfall of your tree. Undressing it's, the tree. Oh, my God. It started off so good. And by Christmas morning... It was gone. It By was- Christmas morning, I'm like, why do we even have this thing up still? Yeah. Because it was in a different room. We have a pretty big kitchen, and it was in a part of our kitchen. We had like, to, yeah. w- where you would have a table. <laughs> and the kids are like, can you please move it in the living room so we can put the presents underneath the, underneath the tree? And I was like, no, I can't. I'm sorry. That w- th- that should have, yes. It That's sad. It should have had its own Instagram page. The, down, the slow destruction of our Christmas tree. It just... Yeah, we had to, we, but you know what though? We learned like there'll never be another tree again, probably for a while. Yeah, what's the point? What's the point? And his therapist came in and she's like, I see a lot of houses like this. There's a, that and is that's a, like things you don't even think about. Like you can't even have a Christmas tree. They've got to invent something where you can hang a tree from your ceiling so he can't reach it. But then again, that. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, like put a hook in the ceiling and the tree just like, it's a small tree, but it hangs from the ceiling. Oh my god! And it's got some like, just so you feel like a little bit of Christmas, you know, holiday stuff going on. People love Christmas trees it, too. Yeah, I bet somebody will invent that and make a million dollars off it. The, 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 the hanging autistic tree and it just hangs there. So at least you feel like you're, you're doing something for the holidays. Yeah. Well, he can't help but feel it. You know, the tree's pokey. Yep. We have a fake tree. So the tree's pokey, and he wants to rub his whole body on it. Well, you know, like the sensation and... Oh, dear God. Could you imagine having a real tree? No way. Oh, my God. He'd be putting those needles in his mouth. Oh, my we God. We would find those needles everywhere. No, we could never have a real tree. Everywhere. And he'd push it down. And plus, I wonder if the smell would probably drive him crazy. Or he would love it. Again, you don't know. It's Everything's magnified by a million, good or bad. Right. Like, you don't know. So then we had our presents underneath the tree in our kitchen area and I brought him out in the morning and I said, let's go see what Santa brought. And I thought he'd be so excited. And he started stepping back and saying, no, no, no. And I'm like, it's Christmas morning. And he wouldn't even go in the kitchen with the presents. I had to keep him in a separate room. I think, do you think he liked the idea of Christmas and then the Christmas came and then he's like, I hate this. 
Like the idea, the buildup was cool, but then it came, it happened, the event, right? Like we're, and it was probably loud because the kids were excited. They're ripping presents open. And I, maybe he thought Santa was there. I think he was scared of Santa and yeah. Santa wasn't there, but he loved the buildup of Christmas. Happy holidays. He did. <laughs> the buildup. The yeah. idea was really cool for him. Yeah. We put lights out. He sort of thought that was kind of cool. We'd it, take him on the golf cart. Yeah, we would drive around and see the, all the, the our neighborhood, all the lights in the neighborhood. He, he liked the buildup. All of that was great. Listening to Christmas music, I think he got into watching the Christmas cartoons he liked. Right. Because a lot of his favorite cartoons did Christmas theme stuff. But then, man, the moment came, like the moment. Yeah. And it was like, nope, I, I, this, no. I want to keep riding this little wave. I don't want it to crash. I'm not ready for the big moment. It's like the Super Bowl, right? There's like a six-hour pre pregame show, and it's awesome. But then if your team's in it and the game starts, you're a little nervous. You're like, oh, no, now someone's going to win or lose. I liked all the hype. Right. You know? it's just <laughs> Yeah, I think he was definitely afraid of Santa. But one thing I did, which I will probably continue to do, is that the kids have two weeks off of school. So there's one whole week before Christmas. And I started giving him presents ahead of time. Um, so he didn't have all his presents in one day. So mm. I wanted to keep him occupied throughout the week. He can play with different things because of less therapy and stuff and no school, you yeah. know. So on Christmas, he only had a few presents to open instead of a lot. Honestly, he could have had none or he could have had a million and it wouldn't have mattered. I know. He, he, it just that's another bizarre thing. You know, and I think he doesn't care. He doesn't care. But in the beginning, there's I'm sure there's parent guilt where it's like, well, it's Christmas morning. And I mean, I do want my kid to have something to open. And I'm like, yeah, dude, they they just don't process it like that. It it just. No, it's different. And I just set him in his high chair and gave him a couple of presents. But interestingly, I was surprised. He was like, no, no, no. I think the one thing I kind of remember from from that, he sort of liked the other kids opening their stuff and getting excited. He sat in his high chair and flapped away. Yeah. He watched them open stuff, get excited, open packages, put things together, and he was doing flapping. Yeah. So again, his the enjoyment of his like, don't make this about me. I don't want to see Santa. I don't want to open presents. But I would like to watch other people enjoy this moment for them. And yeah. that's what he got out of that. And that's that's how you have to think of this. Even birthdays now, he enjoys other people's birthdays much more than he likes his. Yeah, and it's kind of like the focus. Like we yeah. we couldn't have a birthday party for him. God no. You know he wouldn't he wouldn't like it. No, he would not like it. He doesn't want the people on him. Actually, this morning Charlie was like, he's being so shy. It was a new therapist. So we talked about before about seeking and avoiding. Mm-hmm. He was kind of avoiding because he didn't know her that well. Yeah, he would much rather watch her interact with the other kids, and just and try to he'll learn about her that way right. than her try to focus on him directly. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'd rather just kind of be in the corner and watch and see what you're doing with other people. And then he'll learn about you that way, as opposed to you coming right in his face and being like, hi, Cal, here's what we're going to do. Here's an activity. Here's how. And he just, you know what I mean? It's like, no, I want to watch you from from afar. Yeah. And that's kind of how he does Christmas and birthdays. He's more interested in other people and how they're interacting. It's it's weird and, and different. Well, what do they say? They see the world upside down. Yeah, well, you know, you, you know, he turns his, it's, it's it literally, actually, though, that is not, that is true. Uh, one of the initial things you could see is like, sometimes he'll look at something and then he'll get on top of his head and look at it upside down. Yeah. Or he'll look at it from the side. He'll lay flat down, look at it from the side. It's just, he wants to see things upside down. He does get on his head. Yes. He gets on his head. Sometimes he will watch a show on TV. He'll get on the couch <laughs> and he will get on his head and watch upside down. 
Yeah. Or and they, I used to be like, don't do this, don't do this, but he made him want to do it even more. So I, I just don't say anything anymore. Well, in a lot of our family pictures, you see the back of Cal's head. Yeah, he won't. He wants to look the opposite of what we're looking. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. We have one at the beach. And I think it was a Christmas or Thanksgiving morning. And I said, man, this kind of sums it all up right here. It does. You've got us and the kids. We're looking at the phone. We're smiling. Cal, big old back of his strawberry blonde hair as he stares out into the Gulf of Mexico. And eh. I'm like, you know what? That There is no more accurate family picture than that right there. I know. You know, like that's that's the life, man. That's He's just not necessarily into what we're doing or how we see the world. He sees it different. And he probably thinks we're nuts. He's like, <laughs> these people are crazy. Well, I mean, it it does sum it up. And that's how it is. Yeah, it is funny when you go back and look. Like I told you the other day, I went back through one of our Instagrams and just was going back and I'm like, God, I barely remember this. I barely remember that life. Like I, I, I don't remember a lot of these memories. I mean, I remember them, but it just, I've forgotten about them. Yeah, and if you don't, if you haven't diagnosed your child, haven't got your child diagnosed and there are certain things like lining up your toys and the, the kids do get down on the ground and put their head on the ground and look at it sideways. You know, that's one of the they said that's one of the tells in the beginning is trying to see things from the side or upside down. That's one of the you know, and I think yeah, there's a million different and not all kids have the same for sure. But, you know, obviously um, stop looking at you in the eyes is one of them, which he did at the beginning. Yeah, yeah he did. Now he makes eye contact. Now he does. Well, it's he did in the beginning. He always did young. Then he didn't. And right. now he's starting to again. Very right. weird. Just Very so weird. weird. Like. But that was one of the things like early on, they were like trying to talk to him when he was being evaluated and he wouldn't even look at him. Mm. And then he didn't respond to his name. You know, he didn't care if he was alone in a room. You know what I mean? Like he didn't he didn't really want people around because some of them isolate themselves. He wants people around now. Now he like everyone has to be together. Yeah. Um, And just like that, we're 30 minutes in. Really? 29, 26. Oh, wow. Probably a little bit less than that because there was a couple seconds in the beginning that I will chop off because it's basically me clearing my throat. <laughs> <laughs> but Which e- never makes the podcast. But even yesterday, you had to go pick up the kids from school and I had to go to work. And so I said, bye. And then he was like, no, mommy, mommy car. You know, mommy sit down in this car. Oh, yeah. we, Yeah, that was so stupid of me. I should have said for you, hey, either stay while we leave or leave first. Like how I thought that he was going to be okay with watching you get into another car and leave while Lauren and I were in this car and we all leave. I'm like, that never was going to make sense from the beginning. I don't know. I guess because we had his ABA therapist, you know. Yeah, but that still wasn't going to, you know, I don't know. I was kind of pulling out and I'm like, God, I'm so dumb. Like that, this was so dumb. It was cold. It was raining. Like everything was off. And I'm like, why did I think that was going to be a good idea? Why didn't I just say, hey, Melissa, leave first or give me a second. Let me leave. And that way he won't. You know what I mean? I don't know. Because we have to think about everything. And sometimes you're just in a rush. Frustrating. We're terrible parents. Oh my God. Can't figure it out anymore. Tired. We're not terrible, but I am tired. All right. Well, I guess we'll go to a beach bar tonight. And figure out life. It's terrible weather. There's no beach bar in this weather. That'd be awful. Yeah, I'm almost starting to think this is it's, beach bar weather. It's raining. Uh, it's it stopped. It's like sprinkling. Yeah, I think it's. I think I think we're pretty good. I'm I'm fine with that. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> what are you, Cal? <laughs> goodbye. No, no. What's your name, Colleen? Colleen. Colleen. C U L L E E N. Oh Not my Colleen. God! What? 
Colleen. Stop it. Really? <laughs> Colleen? <laughs> not Colleen? No. I swear. Oh. I'm like, this is going to be a hard one for him. But he did it. He Colleen? Colleen. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? I, there's no room <laughs> in my brain to remember things like this. Sorry. Colleen. No. She's Colleen, and she's going to deal with it. No, it does make it harder. Oh, God. You know That's what? That's like Lauren a, and a... Lauren. I hate Lauren. I can't do that. Lauren. Is she Lauren or Lauren? Don't even tell me because I Lauren. don't care. That's why I call her Lolo. But when other people like this are Colleen? Lauren, like L-O-R-E-N. No, that's, like, that's Lauren. Lauren as L-A-U. Like well, that's Laura. how Lauren is spelled, but I call her Lauren. No, call her Lolo. That's what she wants the kids to call her, and I call her Lolo. But Colleen is hard. I'll call her Coco. And we'll... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I almost said. <laughs> I'm just going to forget it. You know what? There... I almost said, can I give you a nickname? But he said Colleen. No. she's Our dog Barkley is Barks. Like, See, now we're you know what we're doing? We were just talking crap about our kids, about making things shorter, breathing because they're lazy, and we're like, no, nah, I'm calling her Coco. <laughs> Lolo and Coco. Oh, God. It sounds like a horrible radio show from the 80s. <laughs> Lolo and Coco. Stop it. We got to go. All right. We're out of here. Call me.